After 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
חסון לשמחה. חתן חתן וכלה, מזל טוב. Shiro, 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 Shiro,
the fear of uncertainty Wherever I am The stars will be there To remind me
son of kings You're the child of Yosef's dreams And you were born to royalty and honor You're the daughter of queens You're Queen Esther's legacy Of Hashem, it's a bond that never ends, no. And thank God for that. You are princes among men in the service of Hashem. It's a love that never ends, no. And thank God for that, cause. Well, we sort of turned this into a uh, to 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 a two for Tuesday without any real intention to do that. <laughs> you think it wouldn't be too hard to say that a two for Tuesday? Isn't that what they used to call it? If I'm not mistaken, in the world of pop radio, uh, Yoni Z with a couple of great selections, Lahodos and uh, Crown, uh, both off of his uh, brand new album that we had an opportunity to uh, feature yesterday called Ahava. If you haven't gotten it yet, check it out. A lot of great material on it. A lot of great material on it. Gavriel Pelkovitz before that with Chazak. You heard Oda Lakel done by Benny Freeman. It's brand new. Mordechai Shapiro with the twofer, Dancing in the Rain and Ashira, both off his brand new album. Uh, the Piamenta set off of Yaakov Shweki's brand new one. And the Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a, uh, what is today? Tuesday. After all, two for Tuesday. Welcome to a Tuesday on this 24th of May, the 23rd day in the month of ER. Today is day number 38 in the counting of the Omer. That would be um, five weeks and three days. Day number 38 in the counting of the Omer. If you got to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. It's a Tuesday broadcast here at JM&AM with a reminder that this coming Monday is Memorial Day. 
This coming Monday is Yom Chevron, but I think we're going to use the opportunity on Monday to uh, commemorate both Yom Yerushalayim and Yom Chevron. Uh, I think that's how we're going to handle things. And in the 8 o'clock hour on Monday, the um, sounds of 1967, as uh, narrated by the late, great Mayor Weingarten, uh, that'll be on the air uh, on Monday morning. Erev Rosh Chodesh. That's right. It'll be Erev Rosh Chodesh. Uh, that'll be in the 8 o'clock hour on Monday. And, of, of course, as we get closer, we'll try to give you an exact time on it. Uh, I know that that's something, even if it's a legal holiday, and even if it's not exactly Yom Yerushalayim, because Yom Yerushalayim is on Sunday, I'm sure it's something that a lot of people out there don't want to miss. So we'll keep you up to date on that and let you know exactly when to expect it as we get closer and closer. Today's a big day here at JM in the AM because <laughs> I've become a folk hero because Rory's going to be on the show. Rory Weisberg, who's author of the brand new book, Food You Love That Loves You Back, is um, going to be on this broadcast this morning in the 8 o'clock hour. The brand new book is an Art Scroll selection. Make sure to go to artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Big discount and free shipping when you use promo code radio on anything at artscroll.com. And again, the brand new cookbook, which is over 500 pages, is entitled Food You Love That Loves You Back. Can all this tough, can all this stuff taste good? That'll be one of the questions I'm going to ask Rory. I can tell you that much. Like the macaroni, the macaroni cauliflower mac and cheese. I mean, can we make that and feel like we're eating mac and cheese? I'll ask her that question. I can tell you that much. Anyways, that's all coming up starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time this morning right here at JM in the AM. So make sure to be tuned in. And uh, cookbook interviews in general are pretty cool here at JM in the AM. But um, when we have an opportunity to speak to somebody who's a revolutionary in the business, that's even more, uh, that's even more significant um so anyway that'll be coming up at eight o'clock this morning right here at jam in the am <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm sure that the menu items that are in that book are going to lead to some interesting questions and some skepticism but she no doubt is going to be confident enough to uh, declare that everybody out there should try this stuff and that they'll be pleasantly surprised or not pleasantly surprised they'll they'll get what they expect um which will be a very positive thing Anyway, so all that coming up here at JM and the AM. Uh, tonight is the big um, uh, third annual gala for uh, the um, uh, the United Hatzalah organization. Go to IsraelRescue.org to support their cause, IsraelRescue.org. And my thanks to Ellie Beer, who was with us yesterday on the air. Thanks again to the JCRC for a great job on Sunday with the parade in New York City to celebrate Israel Parade. And a big thank you to my entire staff and those who uh, came through Um for us at the Nahum Siegel Network with a wonderful broadcast. You can check it all out. Go to the Facebook page. Go to YouTube. Go to Vimeo. Um, there was another platform. Oh, our own website. Yeah, you can go to any of those and you can check out what uh, what many people are calling a great, great, fun uh, piece of um, video from Fifth Avenue in New York City that really showed the spirit of what was going on here in New York on Sunday. So check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, don't forget our friends at Atarit Karnim, American friends of Atarit Karnim, Jerusalem High, invite you to their annual Yom Yerushalayim dinner. We'll talk more about this on Thursday when we're joined by both Shani Haikin and Daniel Luria. 
they are going to feature guest speaker, the Honorable Mike Pompeo, former Secretary of State, plus uh, honorees, Dr. Jean and Paulina Berkovich, Josh Nass, Michal Harris, and Ms. Amelie Hesching. Plus, they'll honor the memory of Mel and Mildred Wadler, who were so instrumental in the formation of American Friends of Aterrit Koanim. It's all happening this coming June the 1st. That's June the 1st. Uh, Wednesday night at Terrace on the Park. Information at org, at org slash dinner, at org slash dinner. If you want to celebrate Jerusalem in a wonderful fashion, unfortunately outside of Jerusalem, but if you have to be outside of Jerusalem on uh, Wednesday, June 1st, um, or if you're, uh, well, either way, if, if you do celebrate Yom Yerushalayim this coming Sunday in Yerushalayim, then you can still make the June 1st dinner here. Yeah, you can do both. Uh, but if, you, if you're not on the spot in Israel during the week or at any point in the next few days to celebrate Jerusalem, we have a wonderful way of doing it locally, and that's at Terrace in the Park with our friends at Atarit Koanim uh, on the 1st of June. So circle the calendar and get your reservations in atarritkoanim.org slash dinner. Simple as that. Speaking of dinner, this is the dinner medley from the brand new Yaakov Shweki on what it seems to become, what seems to be becoming a two-for-Tuesday here at JM in the AM.
What a song. Yaakov Shweki with a dinner medley before that from the brand new album here at JM in the AM. Thanks for tuning in to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background to our news from Israel coming up. Reminder, Sunday is Yom Yerushalayim. Monday is Yom Chevron. Our Yom Yerushalayim special will take place Monday. And um, in the 8 o'clock hour, we will feature the sounds of 1967 as narrated by the late, great Mayor Weingarten. Try to get you an exact time on that, but assume that uh, if you tune in somewhere in the early part of the 8 o'clock hour, you'll be on time for what is one of our highlights of the year, frankly. 
And we certainly miss Mayer, but we have an opportunity to uh, still gain from his incredible presentation on Yom Yerushalayim here at JM in the AM. Don't forget the Atarat Karnim dinner is June the 1st. Atarotkarnim.org slash dinner. Atarotkarnim.org slash dinner. Get your reservations in. Celebrate Yom Yerushalayim right here in Queens, New York. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday's next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Yerushalayim, Shah Shtayim, Shalom Rav, Baulpan, Rani Avnai, Ima Shekore Achshav. גורצה על פשטו לפני הצהריים על הכפר בורקין של יד ג'נין ותפסו חשוד בפעילות טרור. נבדק החשד כי הוא ירה בלוחם הימ"מ נועם רז, זיכרונו לברכה. מדווח כתבנו הצבאי דורון קדוש. הכוחות כיתרו את ביתו של המבוקש מוחמד א-טובאסי בכפר בורקין ליד מחנה הפליטים ג'נין ולאחר זמן קצר עצרו אותו. מדובר באחד החמושים הפלסטינים שביצעו ירי פעמים רבות לעבר כוחות הביטחון במקום ובין היתר נבדק החשד גם כי היה אחד המחבלים שירו בלוחם הימ"מ נועם רז זיכרונו לברכה לפני כשבוע וחצי. המבוקש נעצר ויועבר להמשך חקירה בשב"כ. חבר הכנסת איתמר בן גביר מגיב על חשיפת חוליית הטרור שתכננה על פי החשד לרצוח אותו ואומר לאמיר איבגי, צריכה להיות פעולה חד משמעית נגד המאיימים עליי. אני מבין שאני מה שנקרא יעד איכותי מבחינתם, היה להם כוונה לרצוח אותי. חייבת להיות כאן פעילות חד משמעית נגד המאיימים. רונן בר הוא אח שלי, ואנשי השב"כ הם אחים שלי. אבל כן, כשמגיע ביקורת, מגיעה ביקורת, וכשאני שומע אמירה מזעזעת, שמצטטים לי אותה מפי השב"כ, חבר כנסת צריך לנטרל, אתה ישר מבין שיש כאן סכנה על החיים שלך. סערת מימדים ללימודים לאחר אישור החוק הלילה בזכות הפשרה שהביא שר הביטחון גנץ. חברי הכנסת אבי דיכטר מהליכוד מאשים אצל נורית קנטי בגלי צה"ל. שר הביטחון הבין שאין רוב לחוק שהציעה הממשלה. מנגד יושב ראש הקואליציה, חבר הכנסת טופורובסקי הבהיר, גנץ הציע את הפשרה למען הלוחמים בזמן שבליכוד התעסקו בפוליטיקה. זה היה עצוב לראות איך אנשים רציניים הופכים להיות שבויים במנגנון הזה של נתניהו. בני גנץ בא ואמר אולי נציע את ה-75% אמרנו קודם כל מה שאנחנו רוצים לצאת מהערב הזה שללוחמים יהיה כסף, תהיה ודאות מה שהיה אתמול בלילה זו הייתה הוכחה ניצחת לעובדה שהליכוד שהוביל את המהלך לא להביא את הממשלה לשלם שני שליש ולומר אוקיי זה מה שאנחנו יודעים לתת אמרנו נגדיל ל-75% ואת יתרת ה-25% האלה נביא כשנעלה לשלטון גבר כבן 30 נפצע בינוני לאחר שנורה בקריית ים. צוות מד"א פינה אותו לבית החולים רמב״ם. כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל מוסר כי נסיבות האירוע נחקרות. עיר חדשה בישראל, שרת הפנים איילת שקד חתמה לפני זמן קצר על שינוי מעמדה המוניציפלי של מועצה מקומית חריש לעירייה. כתבתנו חנה אחימאיר מוסיפה כי ההחלטה על השינוי התקבלה לאור צמיחתה של המועצה והתכנון העתידי שיביא תושבים רבים. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
says nobody finds themselves in a situation. You put yourself in a situation. And if you put yourself in that situation, you can put yourself in another situation. That moment changed my life. It's the most daring moving story ever to have been told. One of agony and glory of a mission to uphold mm, and you're essential to this story a letter in its sacred scroll and it's not just allegory when you embrace your place and role you never find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo so let your letter shine Be proud to be a Jew Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care And it's never, ever too late For any Jew, anywhere Every soul's a holy letter Every family word Community a sentence Each voice it must be heard And to the letters that rose up in smoke We must do more than say never again And be the eternal letters of hope For our children and for them And you know you never find yourself In a situation That you cannot undo So let your letter shine unto the nations Be proud to be a Jew Cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate And we're searching back with love and care I know it's never, never, never too late For any Jew, any Jew, anywhere There's a home we must build together To heal a fractured world The dignity of difference we must treasure In our deeds and in our words Live with faith in our future Be the leader you were born to be And the day will come much sooner When we'll all find yourself in a situation that you cannot undo so let your letter shine onto the nations be proud to be a Jew cause we've been hunted down in senseless hate and we're searching back with love and Anywhere. It's never 
Ruby New and Shlomo Simcha together with It's Never Too Late with the amazing words of Rabbi Sachs in there of blessed memory. Just incredible. Love that selection. Uh, before that, Mati Steinmetz and Lacha Amar. JM and the AM from our New Jersey Teaneck studio this morning. With a big shout out to uh, Kevin Conan and everybody at the Kosher in Midtown for supplying a, a delicious lunch, which we um, we did get a break or two to have some on Sunday. <laughs> hey, delicious lunch at the uh, at the Celebrate Israel Parade, and we thank everybody at Kosher in Midtown, Eden Walk, etc. on Thirty Fourth Street in New York City, and a big thank you to Kevin. Uh, today is the thirty-eighth uh, day in the counting of the Omer. Thirty-eight days. It's five weeks and three days. Today's thirty-eight. Five weeks and three days. We got to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Listener Tikva says Aaron Razel, not Yonatan. Didn't I say Aaron? I meant Aaron. Maybe I said Yonatan by accident on that song. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. And by the way, I did see all the app comments uh, eventually uh, from the parade day. On Sunday, a lot of great um, comments, a lot of people watching from around the world, especially Israel and many other cities as well, many other areas, I should say, as well. And I thank everybody for tuning in and being part of it. Big thank you to JCRC. And, of course, a big thank you to my entire team and staff and volunteers and my co-hosts, Miriam Wallach and Mark Zamek. It was a... Um, it was a great day to celebrate Israel on Fifth Avenue. Baruch Hashem, good to be back. And I hope that um, everybody out there enjoyed it. You had an opportunity to either be there or see it. And uh, a big thank you to the Rothenberg Law Firm and the Rothenberg family, InjuryLawyer.com, for sponsoring our broadcast, which has become a tradition. And we thank them very, very much for that from all of us here at JM&AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, you may have heard already, it seems to be, it seems that I'm now big news because of this uh, conversation. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock, Rory. Rory Weisberg. The book is called Food You Love That Loves You Back. Rory Weisberg is a recipe developer, health columnist, founder of Full and Free, has been showing the kosher community how double, how doable rather and delicious it is to enjoy the foods we love with ingredients that love us back. We'll speak with her coming up. It's an Arts Girl publication. Those of you who don't have it yet, go to artsgirl.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, the book is called Food You Love. Go to artsgirl.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. When you do, you get a major discount and, of course, free shipping as well. Go to artsgirl.com. The rule is always use promo code radio. Simple as that. Hey, grilling season is right around the corner. Memorial Day weekend is this weekend. That means that our friends at Abel's and Hyman are going to make sure there's plenty of hot dogs of all varieties in your supermarkets, in your stores. Now you have to make sure there's plenty in your freezer and in your refrigerator so you're ready for grilling season this coming weekend. Excuse me. Wow. That was some break. Uh, <laughs> so our friends at A&H remind you that there's a website, kosherdogs.net, info about everything that they sell and that they have is right there on the site. And, of course, when you head to your supermarket, check out the A&H display in the meat section of your store and get ready for an amazing grilling season during the summer of 2022, starting off or kicking off, I should say, this weekend, Memorial Day weekend uh, here in the United States of America. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. Reminder, Yom Yerushalayim is Sunday. Yom Chevron is Monday. We'll commemorate both on Monday 
And we will include in the 8 o'clock hour Mayor Weingarten's narration of the uh, sounds of 1967. Mayor is not with us anymore, but uh, his incredible recordings live on. And the most incredible is his presentation of the colote, the sounds, the voices of 1967. That'll be happening in the 8 o'clock hour this coming Monday in honor of Yom Yerushalayim and on Yom Chevron right here at JM in the AM.
New York Boys Choir, you did here at JM and the AM. Rabbi Goldwasser, minutes away with morning chizuk, and of course, uh, the interview of all interviews, at least that's what I've been told, <laughs> that it's an amazing get to have Rory Weisberg on the air. It's happening in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. The book is called Food You Love. When you go to artsgirl.com, order it. You get your big discount. You get your uh, free shipping. And, of course, when you order it, make sure to use promo code radio. Always use promo code radio at artsgirl.com. Yeshiva League sports update time. Elliot Weiselberg is ready. That's right. It's the month of May, almost the month of June. And... Um, there's still plenty of sports to talk about in the Yeshiva League. How do you like that? I like it a lot. Elliot Weiselberg, Yeshiva League Sports Update on a Tuesday morning here at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. We have hit the last week of the 2022 regular season. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update, we'll run you through the leagues that have already started their postseasons and get you set for those that are about to. Good morning. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Starting out in girls hockey, where the Heschel Heat have a familiar result, a shutout. The Heat defeated the Hafterhawks in their quarterfinal matchup in the city last night by the score of 4-0. On the season of Heschel's nine games played, eight of them ended in either a shutout win or a shutout loss, including a season-opening 1-0 win over the team they beat last night and a 2-0 win over the team they will advance to face, the number two overall seed Ramaz Rams, in a rematch of the two teams to face in the last championship. The other quarterfinal will see Frisch travel to Kushner with the winner to face off against number one seed SAR. Moving over to Boys Varsity Soccer, where one semifinal is already set. Top seeded Frisch and number four North Shore will square off after knocking off the two city teams that we just discussed. The Cougars down Heschel 9 1 behind five goals from senior Judah Volodarsky, and the Stars knocked off Ramaz 7 4. In the other half of the bracket, TABC advanced over DRS 12 5 behind a five pack from Avishai Avidan and will await the winner of tomorrow night's contest between SAR and Kushner. Girls Varsity Soccer sees half of its semifinal field set as each bracket saw a game played over the weekend. Frisch had themselves a good job as following a 4-3 win over Maya Note on Friday afternoon and will now await the winner of SAR and Heschel happening tomorrow night and Kushner continued their perfect season drubbing Ramaz to advance to face either SKA or North Shore which will take place tonight. Heading outdoors, the quarterfinals are set in both boys' and girls' tennis. On the boys' side, DRS takes a top seed, going undefeated at 6-0, while dropping only one single match of the 30 played this season, and will host SAR with the winner to play either Frisch or Mag and David. The other side will see West top seed Heschel meet up with YDE, with the winner playing either Flatbush or Ramaz. For the girls' bracket, Flatbush and Frisch both finished the season atop their respective divisions at 6-0 and will host Ramaz and SKA respectively. Flatbush's bracket will contain Heschel and Central, while Frisch's will have Hafter and SAR. To the Diamond, where we enter the final week of the regular season in all four leagues. Boys Varsity Softball knows its number one seed as YDE wraps up an 8-0 season with a 10-5 win over Shari Torah on Friday. DRS currently sits atop the East at 7-1, but will need to wait for May to finish their season as the Eagles sit 5-1 and can finish in a dead heat with the Wildcats, depending on their remaining two games with Darhei. Out West, TABC sits at 5-2-1, but could still be caught by Maor with a win over Frisch tomorrow night, which could also result in a deadlock in the West as the two teams tied each other in their only regular season meeting. 
Meanwhile, in baseball, Flatbush topped JEC to move a win away from clinching the East when they square off with Hafter tonight in Maimonides Park, home of the Brooklyn Cyclones. Frisch will hope to do the same out West when they meet JEC tonight in New Jersey, after a missed opportunity Sunday, which resulted in a 2-2 tie with Kushner, and last night with a 1-0 loss to SAR. JEC is looking to jump Kushner into the final playoff spot, which they can do with a win or a tie. The 2022 Martin Weisselberg Memorial Junior High Hockey Tournament will take place June 12th in Hafter. The event will once again couple as a fundraiser for Hatsala. To help the kids reach their $10,000 goal, please reach out at mwtournament at gmail.com to donate or sponsor. As the school year comes to a close, you can still get all the latest information from, and be sure to follow Yeshiva League Pass on Instagram. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg.
JM in the AM with Shlomo Katz, of course. Leif Tahar here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning broadcast. Don't forget it's day number 38 in the counting of the Omer. Forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. It's uh, five weeks and three days, day number 38. As we get closer and closer to Yom Yerushalayim this coming Sunday, Yom Chevron this coming Monday. Remember, we'll be commemorating both on Monday, and we will be featuring Mayor Weingarten of blessed memory in his sounds of 1967 in the 8 o'clock hour Monday Memorial Day right here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. We read in Shulchan Aruch about the very important mitzvah of Natilas Yadayim, washing our hands at the proper times when we rise up in the morning before a meal. At those times when the halacha warrants that we wash our hands properly. There was a tkufa when rain didn't fall in Eretz Yisrael for many months. The water surge was in great danger and there was no access to water for drinking and sanitation purposes. Although the rain would usually fall right after Sukkot, in Yerushalayim especially, three months had already passed without rain. People were starving and sick. The elders of the city decided that there should be a fast day, a day of tshuva, a day of tefillah, a day of prayer. People from all walks of life, from all economic backgrounds, all the yeshiva children, accompanied by their teachers, came together for special services for tefillahs at the Kosal Amaravi. One of the very holy people, Atzadik Revelvel, was just preparing to make his way to the Kosel. Suddenly, there was a knock at his door. When he went to answer the door, it was a neighbor who wanted to join in, but she had a five-year-old child that had typhoid fever. His fever was getting higher and higher, and he was in great pain. Her husband had already left for the Kosel, and she herself couldn't leave the child alone. Revelvel gave the woman his blessing that she should join everyone else and he offered to remain behind with her son. The great Sadiq then went to sit at the boy's bedside with his Tehillim in hand and started to pray with all of his heart. As he sat there, the child awoke. He lifted his hands towards heaven and he cried out, Ribono Shalom, Master of the Universe, Why are you withholding the rain? We have no water to wash our hands properly for Natilas Yadayim. Please send the rain so that I will be able to wash my hands with a lot of water. Revelvel could not believe his ears. A young child, racked with pain, high fever, didn't ask for water to drink, but only longed for water so that he could fulfill the precious mitzvah of Natilas Yadayim. That night, the skies miraculously opened up. The rain came pouring down. Perhaps it was due to the heartfelt prayer of this young boy. The boy eventually recovered and grew up to be a great tzaddik himself. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
Hey, I'll let it all alone. Thank you, Hashem. Let it all, let it all alone. Thank you, Hashem. Let it all, let it all alone. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you,
Teva here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Joey Newcomb, a double dose. Hey, it is a two for Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> you heard both uh, Kilolam Chazdo and thank you, Hashem. Here on a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. We certainly welcome your comments. Don't forget the Om Yushalayim dinner for the uh, Tarot Kohanim, American friends of Tarot Kohanim, Jerusalem Chai, is coming up. In fact, we'll speak with Shani Hyken and Daniel Luria uh, this coming Thursday here at JM in the AM. 
Um, Ateretconim.org slash dinner. Ateretconim.org slash dinner. It's Wednesday, June 1st, happening at Terrace on the Park with guest speaker, the Honorable Mike Pompeo, former U.S. US Secretary of State. They'll honor Dr. Gene and Paulina Berkovich, Josh Nass, uh, Michal Harris, uh, Emily Hesching. Uh, reservations again at Ateretconim.org slash dinner. Ateretconim.org slash dinner. You're not able to be in Israel for this coming uh Sunday, Yom Yerushalayim, you have June 1st here at Terrace in the Park to celebrate Jerusalem. Yeah. Why not? We'll be celebrating Jerusalem and Hebron this coming Monday on Memorial Day here at JM in the AM. It is Yom Hebron, but we'll use the opportunity to commemorate Yom Yerushalayim as well. And Mayor Weingarten's uh, narration of the sounds of 1967 will be included in the 8 o'clock hour. So make sure to be tuned in. It might be Memorial Day, but make sure to be tuned in nonetheless. You don't want to miss it. That I can guarantee you. Day 38 in the County of the Omer, five weeks and three days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. If you don't receive our daily thread or our weekly newsletter, just write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. He'll take good care of you. AF at NahumSiegel.com. Um, just write to Avrami. He'll take care of that. It's amazing how we continue to get an amazing number of of brand new registered users, and I thank you for that. I really do. Just looking at the uh, back end of our app as we speak, it is unbelievable how when we launched this app years and years and years ago, we have consistently continued to add registered users, and I thank you for that. Really amazing. Um. And I welcome all of you who are brand new to the registered users group on the NSN app. Uh, Coming up at 8 o'clock, Rory Weisberg, author of the book, Food You Love That Loves You Back. The website is artscroll.com. Go to artscroll.com, order the brand new book, and order whatever you wish at artscroll.com, and always use promo code radio. You know the rule. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. As simple as that. Uh, don't forget, tonight is the um, is the third annual New York Gala for the uh, for our friends at United Hatzalah of Israel. Go to israelrescue.org, israelrescue.org. It's happening tonight at Pier 60 in New York City, beginning at 5.30 p.m. Again, go to um, israelrescue.org and support the work of United Hatzalah who continue to work hard every day with over 6,000 volunteers in Israel and in other parts of the world now as well, including the Ukraine. Brand new from the Solomon Brothers, you're listening to JM in the AM.
שחיי קשים מאוד, הרבה היה לי אך רציתי עוד, אבל כשקושי אמיתי ניצב, מתחיל לדעת מה חשוב עכשיו, לכן אמשיך להאמין בכל ליבי, השם שולח כל מה שצריך אני, יש לי Jesse Green with a song done in memory of Shragi Gestetner, who was one of the uh, victims of the Mayron tragedy one year ago. It's called Habein Yakir Lee, Shragi Elio, and uh, that's uh, brand new from Jesse Green in memory of Shragi. Uh, and you heard the Solomon Brothers, their brand new Nigun, uh, which has certainly made a uh, an impact out there already. That opened up that set for us here on a Tuesday at JM and the AM. Day 38 in the counting of the Omer. It's five weeks and three days. If you've got the count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio around the world of web at NahumSiegel.com on the NahumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, there's a brand new groundbreaking cookbook. Comes from our friends at Artscroll. You know the rule. When you go to Artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. When you go to Artscroll.com, always use promo code radio. And this is no exception. You're going to look for a book called Food You Love. It's brand new. Food You Love That Loves You Back. Rory Weisberg is the author in this first-of-its-kind cookbook. Rory Weisberg, CHC, packs in over 200 recipes, nearly all gluten-free, for the food you and your family already love, transformed to love you back. Plus, must-have health info and tried and true shortcuts that knock stress off its feet. The healthy lifestyle you always thought was out of reach, it's yours, and it's more delicious than ever. All because of the book, Food You Love That Loves You Back. Rory Weisberg, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. 
Hey, good morning. Thank you so much. It was so fun to hear you read that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, I mean, you know, I, I've had some level of popularity over the years, but since I announced that you're coming on, all of a sudden my profile has been increased. <laughs> so really? I, oh, I, that's so nice. <laughs> are you kidding? I didn't, I didn't realize what kind of following you have out there. It's pretty amazing. I'm sure you feel it. And the, 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 the book's amazing, over 500 pages and over 200 recipes. And look, I don't mean to be skeptical, but I feel if there's a book that's based Based on um, on healthy food practices and healthy eating, etc., I feel like I have to at least uh, uh, you know ask you certain questions uh, about the um, about the uh, level of of taste and deliciousness that these recipes potentially could have. We are always under the impression that people like me, who you know like good food, are always under the impression that once it becomes healthier, it becomes more difficult to enjoy. What's your response to that? Okay, so I totally get why everyone thinks that, and I used to feel the same way too. I was not always into health. I did not grow up eating this way. I came into this lifestyle out of necessity. I wasn't feeling well for years. After a lot of research and encouragement from my doctor, um, he recommended trying an autoimmune protocol diet, which removed foods that were inflammatory and incorporated a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. I was horrified at the thought of changing my diet to such a great extent, but I really wanted to feel better, and I decided to give it a two-month trial. After three weeks, I felt a huge, huge difference, and I was very motivated but exactly what you said, like, you know, there's a limited amount of time where you could be eating grilled chicken and salad and boring stuff and feeling like you're serving all this good food to everyone else and you can't eat it. And once I really saw the effects, I said, okay, I need to make this a lifestyle. And I am not a chef, but I've always loved cooking. I come from a, you know, a chain of women who were passionate cooks. Um, and I actually started spending some time on secular food blogs, just learning ingredients to swap out and understanding different cooking methods. And then I really just became a mad food, you know, scientist, you know, like my sister's like, you just played in your kitchen lab. I threw out pans and pans of food. Thank God all the people in my house were really on board, but very critical. Thank God it was really to my benefit. And they just didn't let me get away with mediocre. And I was like, mm, it's good, mom. And for me, it was good enough. I, you know, as you, um, as you change your eating, your palate really changes. And in general, I happen to like more mild flavor. But I've got, you know, my, my daughter has such a like spicy, she loves bold flavors, you know, and my son and his friends. I've all, you know, I have a teenage, I had the time at a teenage son and he would have friends over all the time. And like, I couldn't get away with eh. And uh, it really forced me to get more and more creative and learn how to really create excellent flavor and texture and taste while just swapping out ingredients. So what's unique about my book is that you'll find recipes and and dishes, rather, that are very familiar to you, pulled beef, um, drumettes, hamburgers, chicken liver, capons, beef and broccoli, uh, roast and briskets and chalent and deli roll and meatballs and potato kugel, latkes, you know, fry, all things that we, we want. But what I did was I figured out with Hashem's help, you know, how to recreate those foods just using better quality ingredients. Right. So the food really is delicious. 
Right, I, but I got to stop you for a second because I think you alluded to this uh, uh, earlier with your comment. But I, I just want to confirm: uh, when it comes to poultry, when it comes to poultry and meat, these adjustments mm-hmm. are a lot easier than when it comes to uh, other types of dishes. I mean, the, the one I have in mind, obviously, is pasta. Uh, but in, in other words, there's right. certain areas of our uh, of our consumption. There's certain areas of our food life uh, where these adjustments are relatively easy. Wouldn't you say that? Where 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 we can uh, you know. Yeah. True. And, and and there are others where it's really hard. But you go ahead and you take on the hard stuff because when I turn to page 148 and I'm looking at macaroni, uh, which is cauliflower mac and cheese, and I've had cauliflower right. pizza, and I don't know if you have a cauliflower pizza in here, but I no, but I, I but I know but I know there are people who you know go out of their way to make sure to have dishes like that, and they're convinced that it's as good as the quote unquote real thing. Is the macaroni cauliflower mac and cheese? something that will resemble real mac and cheese for me? So I'll be, I'll be very honest. Certain things won't resemble it exactly. Like you said, with, with meat, it is easier because you're going to use coconut aminos instead of soy sauce. You're going to use raw honey or like a, you know, apricot, you know, soaked and blended instead of a jam. There's a lot more to do because you still have, you know, meats and chickens are, are they're much easier to take, to to bring out a wonderful flavor without using the traditional duck sauce and soy sauce and things like that. So that's a very true statement. So when it comes to the protein, you're, it, it is a lot easier. But when it comes to things that incorporate pastas and breads and things like that, desserts. I would never say, and desserts. So, well, desserts, I think, fall into different categories. Right. First, let's talk about like pastas right. and dairy dishes. Those you can't exactly mimic, but you can definitely get a close cousin where you feel like you're having that decadent, cheesy, you know, dish, but it isn't going to have exactly that pasta effect. I'll be very honest. Like there's a dish on there. There's an eggplant romantini and people said, oh, wow, does that really taste like a lasagna? I'm like, well, not exactly, but it gives you that feel. And for a lot of people who really are motivated to change your lifestyle. That's really right. what they're missing. They, yeah. they want that concept. You know, it's funny because your honesty is the best part of this because if, if one yeah. will if one will face up the way you have, can, will face up to things and it's not going to be exact. It's not going to be exactly the way, you know, we remember it in terms of the old dish. Uh, but there's a reason, there's a motivation why one would want to make this exactly. adjustment then, you know, of course that becomes a big positive and helps everyone adjust to the new uh, the new type of, of food that's being uh, uh, baked and cooked. Rory Weisberg is with us. The book is called Food You Love That Loves You Back or artscroll.com make sure to use promo code radio um all right so you we alluded to it before the uh so the the, the fish and dairy dishes and the uh, and the pasta dishes um are, are a bit more difficult to make this adjustment now has your whole family made this adjustment when when you are are your children totally into this are are your children's friends aware of what's going on if they dare ask you to prepare something for them in your kitchen so my, I think everyone's aware of what I've done at this point, <laughs> um, but I will tell you that, um, I, you know, my kids love my food. I have most of my kids really love healthy food. And at this point, my two older children really on their own want to eat this way. I have a son who's almost 22 years old living in Israel and yeshiva, and he does not have a proper kitchen. He bought himself a burner and a smoothie and not for any need. He's a, a healthy boy, feels good. He actually 
prefers healthier food and he cooks for himself. I mean, he'll go out, he'll eat whatever he wants, but he actually appreciates that kind of food. Um, I have one of my children is much more of a particular eater and is not a vegetable fan and definitely will not, doesn't go for my healthier desserts as much. So I don't make it an issue. I make him what he likes. I'll buy him regular rugelach for Shabbos. Um, I buy him, you know, whatever he wants. I don't, I do not believe in making it an issue. I think earlier on when I was first learning um, and getting my training, I was more extreme and I was sort of like on a rampage of like, oh my gosh, guys, we were only eating da-da-da-da. And I really thought that that was not a healthy mindset for kids. Um, so I cook the way I cook. Um, I think God, my food is delicious when it comes to meals. Everyone's super, super happy, including company. I have guests over. Um, I usually get fantastic feedback, like the food is delicious, and I usually get calls after shopping and people telling me, like, I actually felt the difference. I was full, but I didn't feel sick. And they could say that. They, they, and, and they're saying that after one afternoon of eating. Because you said earlier that three weeks after you started this regimen, you felt better. Is that a general, I felt better? or And, and not to pry, and you certainly don't have to give any details, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if there was a certain yeah, sure. a certain. Condition or migraines? Yeah, or- sure. No, no. So, um, absolutely. I and I talk about this in the book. Um, basically, I had a very um, common condition called postpartum thyroiditis that a lot of women tend to get after pregnancy. It's when the thyroid swings from underactive to overactive, um, and usually it goes away. Sometimes it lands in one place, and then doctors will treat it. In my case, it did not go away. It actually was lingering for five years. But the tricky part was when I was in the underactive state, which is very difficult to treat. Um, I was super under. My levels were, like, ridiculously low. But when I was symptomatic of overactive, my numbers were always in normal range. So the doctors really couldn't treat me. So I was just really suffering for five years. And with postpartum thyroiditis and with that swinging of the thyroid, think about it, your thyroid is your, like, it runs your metabolism, but it's also like the thermometer, so to speak, of the house. So sometimes I would be wired and tired. I couldn't sleep for weeks. Other times I could literally fall asleep on the kitchen floor making dinner. Um, It affected so many parts of my system. My my joints were achy. It really had a horrible effect on my digestive system and sleep, and I just felt cruddy all the time. So in that case, and three it weeks later, overnight, and three weeks later, three weeks later, I felt much more regulated. My digestive system improved dramatically. My energy level went up. I the, the achiness in my joints was much more mild and moving out of going away. Some completely gone away. Um, and over time, I just felt much, much more energy, and I felt like I was coming back to myself. And Baruch Hashem, the, the, the jumping eventually stopped is and the, stabilized. And is, is the gluten-free the key to it, or that's just part of it? It's part of it. The gluten-free is part of it. Um, it's really incorporating a lot of anti-inflammatory foods. I always tell people that I would say one of the most important um, habits in terms of food is actually, believe it or not, your oils. Um, oils, refined oils, have a really play a really un- unhealthy role in our bodies. It causes inflammation, and oil is in everything we eat, from salad dressings to we, we cook everything in oil. So when you're using an inflammatory oil, you're constantly causing inflammation in the body, whereas if you use an anti-inflammatory oil, even if you're cooking the same recipes that include sugar, that include gluten, you're already benefiting your body so much. And, yeah. and in terms of other... No, I was gonna, say I, the, and in terms yeah. of other health habits, sleep. I, I could tell you right now that when I 
don't get enough sleep. I can't eat as much variety. I don't feel as well. So I didn't just change my food. I also really put a huge focus on sleep management and really getting to bed early. And I talk about this a lot on my page. I'm a big advocate of really like being responsible about sleep because the way we treat our bodies matter. It really does. And I saw it so clearly. And that means how many hours a night? So I think for most adults, it's seven to eight hours, but it's not necessarily, not all hours are created equal. The earlier part of the night is really the restorative sleep. So I'm, a, I'm really constantly talking about shutting down your, your technology by 930. I know that sounds like insane, but shutting down by 930, 10 o'clock, winding down without electronics and really getting into bed somewhere between 10 and 11, 1130 latest because the growth hormone that we produce that actually helps our bodies repair is going to be produced in the hours between 9 p.m. and 1 a.m. only if we're sleeping. So if we're not falling asleep until 12, 1 o'clock, we're getting very minimal of this hormone, whereas the earlier we go to sleep, the more our bodies can repair, and uh, it makes a massive difference. And on so the- I found at a... But go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And you found. No, I was just going to say that I, that in the beginning I had actually eliminated much more food. When I first started this diet, I didn't eat any grains. I wasn't eating beans. Like I was, I was basically eating just, you know, protein, vegetables, fruit, healthy fats, you know, some sweet potatoes, squashes, things like that. But the, over time, because I was working on sleep and stress management and gentle movement, I was able to incorporate more foods and any time I've been under more stress, like when I was finishing this book or, get, you know, any time I'm not as on top of my sleep, I do notice that foods that otherwise wouldn't bother me start to bother me. So I just, I think that sleep is something that is so important in uh, healing. On the earlier point, what's a good example of an inflammatory oil and what's a good example of an anti-inflammatory oil? Great question. So the very popular oils are the inflammatory oils, the vegetable oils, the canola oils, the safflower oil. Um, even grapeseed oil, they're refined. Um, avocado oil is sort of that in the, in the middle. It's much, much better. It's less refined and it, it, it has more um, anti-inflammatory benefits, but your best bet for oils is extra virgin unrefined olive oil. It's the oil, you know, that we talk about, it's, it's, we talk about in the Torah, you know, olive oil was the olive was the oil we always used similar to we always ate sourdough bread, like when we go back to basics. But um, olive oil, unrefined extra virgin olive oil has so many polyphenols, so many anti-inflammatory benefits to it. Um, Fat has gotten the reputation of fat makes you fat. Actually, fats are super important for our body in countless ways. It's just the type of fat. And that's that's really what I teach about in the book so much is that it's quality. It's it's not about eliminating. It's about swapping better options. Another very healthy fat is uh, unrefined extra virgin coconut oil. Interesting. Um, I mean, the point you're making, I, I just can't, I, I can't stop uh, uh, focusing on it because when you look at your breakfast section, you can have pancakes, muffin, pudding, ice cream, smoothies, etc., and all yeah. all the breads you'd ever want are here. Uh, some of them right. may be grain free, right. some of them may be made with spelt. Uh, obviously, many of them gluten free. Um, all the soups you would want, the fish and dairy dishes, even the dips and salads, which have become such an important part of uh, of, of the Jewish lifestyle these days, especially on Shabbos. Mm-hmm. You, you've got a whole bunch um, the, yep. b- between the uh, chimchuri and the matbucha and the olive dip and the, and the hearts of palm dip and so many and the guacamole. It looks like there's nothing missing from the basic no. diet of a kosher family here. 
Uh, I, That's I wa- exactly what I wanted to show. Yeah, I wonder, by the way, it, it always seems mm-hmm. to me that when it comes to food, because we're so traditional and we have such a heritage and every family has their own uh, lineage when it comes to, to food items, especially Shabbos and Yontif. I wonder if our community responds to these types of changes at a much slower pace than others. Are we now catching up to the general community when yeah. it comes to this type of healthy eating as opposed to being trailblazers? Yeah, I mean, we're for sure not trailblazers, that's for sure. (laughs) But I can tell you that I've been on this journey for about 15 years. Um, Before I even had the thyroiditis, I I definitely always had a sensitive stomach. So I I learned about gluten-free. I've been gluten-free for 16 years. I didn't know anything about the effects of corn and soy and refined oil. That was all things that I learned later on. But when I went just plain old gluten-free and I knew no better than to just, okay, great, there I'll just eat tapioca rolls and I'll just eat you know, potato starch matzah, great, it's gluten-free. Um, there was almost nothing on in the kosher market. So there, the, the, the kosher world has evolved tremendously. There's much, much more awareness. Um, and I, But I do think that something that I, I, I definitely wanted to make sure that I mentioned on this call that I, I think it relates to this question, but I think it's so important. I really believe in going slow. Um, and I think that people are very overwhelmed and intimidated by the thought of changing their diet this book is not meant to be like a, a guide in the sense of do this and just completely change your life. For people who are celiac or meta, have metabolic issues or diabetes, this book is literally can be that for them it can be a guide. And I, I just had a woman message me the other day. She's like, my husband's diabetic. I have PCOS. She goes, this is the Bible. Like this book is going to be our go-to. Like this has changed our life. And I'm so grateful to be able to help those people and I wanted to be that person because I, I just kept saying, had I had this book seven, eight years ago, and someone would have said, here, that's it. I would have been like, wow, this is so doable. So I want to be that for other people. But for people who aren't symptomatic and who don't have these major issues, I think so many of us today understand that the way we t- treat our bodies matters. And I think all of us, you know, we know it's better to eat healthy. It just feels so unattainable. Yeah. So the goal of this book for everyone else is to show you how to implement to just create a little bit more balance and options. So make your regular food menu, have your cheesecake, have your pasta, have whatever else you're going to make. But you know what? Throw in one, a couple of salads, try a fish, try a vegetable side dish, maybe make my cheesecake and another cheesecake and, and see how your family responds to it. The other thing I would mention is don't make speeches. When a mother gets to walk, you know, brings a dish to her Shabbos table and she goes, guys, this is cauliflower fartful. What do you think her kids are going to say? Like, ew, right? But if she just serves it along with everything else she normally serves, you want to serve your election kugel and your potato kugel and your apple kugel and your ba-ba-ba-ba and also serve this and just be quiet. Just put it on the table and you might be surprised the people that try it and don't even know it's cauliflower. It's like it's the one, one which one of the few vegetable side dishes that my son, who's like, doesn't like vegetables, he loves it. It just it has a great flavor, and he does. I don't t- 
You know, we don't speak about the fact that it's cauliflower. It's just one of the things that are on the table. Right. So I, I think it's just to create balance. I'm amazed at how many teenagers, those in their 20s uh, as well in our community, are 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 respond are not just responding but are taking on this whole gluten free approach are responding yeah. to it and are and are declaring how much better they feel now frankly you know people who are in their 20s <laughs> as far as i remember from years ago you know you always feel pretty good i mean after all you're at the peak of your physical right. physical strength and yet they say to me that uh, you know so many things that they felt they had or burdens that they had health wise have been eased by this move does that surprise you mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't because, and I've explained this to my dad, he's also like, well, what happened to gluten? When I was growing up, there was no such thing as a problem with gluten. Right. So, but here's the thing. Our food supply has dramatically changed in the last, like, 15 years. Basically, all flour in this country is genetic, or unless it's organic, is genetically modified. Um, Our, the the food supply has been so refined and changed that our bodies are really responding. Also, we eat so much more processed food today than we ever did. And I think our bodies are really, really responding. Like I know all of the flowers, most, most of the flower that I get um, with the exception of one um, is, is from out of the country because I find that there's, the pesticides and the chemicals that are allowed in the F- under FDA are legal in other illegal in other countries. So they're actually banned. So certain chemicals that are in our processed food, other countries consider them poison, like illegal. So I think that that's also we're just it's the it's the amount of uh, tampering that our food supply has had and the load that we're having. Wow. So, yeah, people are seeing a big difference. Is that what prompted you to uh, essentially found your own line of, of flour and, uh, and accessories? So, for me, it was really, um, there was there was a, a lack. You know, I found that, you know, when they, like you said, bread, bread, um, meats, side dishes, even the desserts. I could work with almond flour. I learned how to work with nut butters, fruits, you know, honey, things like that. I could do those things. But bread is a huge staple of life, but just a huge staple in our lives as Jews. So for the first six months that I was doing this, I actually did not wash. I spoke to my Rav. He said, you know, just don't wash right now. So I didn't. And I actually really felt so bad not washing. Like I missed benching. I actually went through a period of time where I would just read it in English. <laughs> so it just felt so weird not washing at the Shabbos table. And then what's very interesting is, um, you know, I, I couldn't find a, a gluten-free bread I could eat because they all had sugar and they were full of starches. Even like tapioca starch and potato starch would did not agree with me and doesn't agree with a lot of people with digestive issues. Um, and so I, and the masa is like, oof, so gross. So I, um, I actually got a, a recipe from a neighbor whose son, her husband was celiac. I tried it. No one really liked it. It was like, eh, very dense. And I just, I was determined, I, and I, I literally probably played with that recipe for, I don't know, 30 attempts, just changing it and trying different flours and researching. Um, and what I realized was sifting the flour really helped different ratios, mixing the flour before adding the wet ingredients. I got it down to, you know, Baruch Hashem, a great recipe. One week I came to the Shabbos table and my family, they were so involved in this entire process. They are my taste testers and my biggest critics and fans. <laughs> and they were like, Ma, this is awesome. Like my son took it to Yeshiva and his friends were like, what, this is just great bread. And we were like, okay, we have a winner. Um, at that point I was coaching. I just started and um, a number of my clients are give the recipe to them and they're like, you're not. 
Like, there's no way I'm sifting seven ingredients, then mixing it, then adding, like, no. And um, actually, a very good friend of mine, Dini, um, who's like a wig, uh, makes a lot of wigs, her husband has celiac. She's a very busy working woman, and she said, Roy, do me a favor. Make me the blend, and then I'll make the challah at home. I want to make my own challah, but just make me the blend. And she told other people, word spread, and I started making 10 bags in my dining room table. Then it turned to, like, 50, 70, 100. Once I was making over 100 bags, I was like, I need to stop. Like, this is out of control. And that's how I, Baruch Hashem, Hashem led me to the company, the, 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 you know, the company that ended up becoming my manufacturer and figuring that whole piece out. Um, and then they were manufactured and sold in stores. And it just evolved. Over time, I realized that there were people that gluten-free bread was great, but the carb load, let's say people with diabetes or metabolic issues, they needed a lower-carb option. And that's how I came up with the low-carb and then the grain-free and then the Pesach blend and then learning about sourdough. So my goal, I, I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all for anything, for sure not for bread, for sure not. You know, we all have to really implement what works for us. And that's why I have, you know, four different bread mixes that each can be made, you know, multiple ways for different dietary needs. Pretty so, amazing. Yeah, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Sure sounds like it. Rory Weisberg is with us. The book is called Food You Love That Loves You Back. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio for your discount and, of course, free shipping. Make sure to use promo code radio at artscroll.com. Are you a, um, uh, would your family say you're, you're, you're great to be out with at dinner or not great to be out with at dinner? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you eat when you're oh, outside? Great, what, what do you eat when you're outside the house? Yeah, no, I, so I've gotten classier about it. I used to like grill the waiter in front of people and they go, ah, my family hates it. No, I learned, I learned how to order out. You know, I definitely find that, you know, I've become a pachach. I can't eat in the cheaper restaurants, like being cheaper in the sense of when the food costs less, there's right. a reason. Right. Um, I recently, about six months ago or so, I went out with my kids. We went to like one of these burger kind of places and I got grilled chicken. I literally was like, felt like I was being stabbed the rest of the night, like so much pain. Um, you know, thank God, like I'm fine the next day, but, or two days later, but, um, so I, I, I tend to only do well with like better quality restaurants. Most of them are using better oils. I find for me the oil will bother me even if I'm getting, let's say, chicken or vegetables and salads. Um, I'm finding, and again, some of the better restaurants will offer things like quinoa or sweet potatoes, but typically it's limiting. Um, I'll get protein and vegetables for the most part. It's not my favorite thing to do. I'd much rather you know, go on a hike or go bowling or go out, you know, and do something else. Like I'm going to the HIV boat concert this week because that's like a fun way to go out and have fun with people in my life. I'll go out, but I do find there are some restaurants that are, you know, offering better, um, healthier options. Also, I teamed up with Hava Java here in Muncie because this was such a, it was such a loss to not be able to just go out and enjoy and feel good when you leave. Um, so we actually created a parallel menu in Have a Job. We've got about, I don't know, 25, 30 Rory recommended dishes. All my recipes, you can find most of them in the book. And they actually serve them there made exactly the way that I make them at home. Huh. And that has been a game changer. The, <laughs> yeah, list, the, really list, the list on page 14 of stuff you need in your kitchen, is this unique to you or this would be, this could be in any cookbook in terms of the, uh, the different items and the different, um, uh, uh, you know, accessories that one needs in order to, to, to start cooking. 
Right. Thank you. Great question. So actually, this was a really important resource in the book. There's a few really important resources in the beginning. So, you know, the basic things like, you know, glass pots, pans, hand mixers, those things I basically just listed because I find them to be important tools. But when it comes to the ingredients on page 16, uh, 15 through 17, that's really unique to this book, and that can be a really big game changer. If someone given me this list, you know, 10 years ago, I would have been like, this is gold. Like, this is seriously, like, telling you how to turn your, you know, revamp your kitchen so you have the tools you need. There's also a QR code on page 17 um, where you can literally watch me in the grocery store showing you how to pick out the best squash, what a jicama is versus a rutabaga versus a kohlrabi, like things keep vegetables. People don't even know what they are. So I introduce them to you how to read food labels, what to swap with what. So that's, that's, there's a really great, you know, tools in there. Um, the next section on page 20, I call macros and menus. And in there, I share the importance of understanding your macronutrients, different different food groups, and how to combine them for what I call the full effect. Um, a lot of times when people are changing their diet to eat healthier, one of the biggest complaints I hear constantly is I'm constantly hungry, like I'm right. just not full. Right. And we're called full and free, right? The feel full yeah. with ingredients, free from ingredients that don't support your health. So there's a huge focus here on learning how to eat the healthy foods in the right combinations to actually feel satisfied. Um, and then once you learn that information, I actually give you menu planning ideas on how to build those macro meals. That's what I call them. Um, and there's Yemtiv menu planning and Pesach menu planning. And there's also a QR code on page 21 where I show you in my kitchen how to turn your fridge into a pantry where I literally show you like all these different like little time-saving tricks and hacks that I've accumulated over the years just to make it more doable because it is a lot of work. That, that I can't deny. Yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, there's no rice in the book, right? There's no rice. No, there is. Rice I incorporate. I do incorporate all the gluten-free grains like gluten-free oats, rice, quinoa, buckwheat, um, all of the starchy vegetables. And what's interesting in the in the starch section in the sides, um, I actually put the recipes in the order of lower glycemic starches to higher glycemic starches. So for people who do have metabolic sensitivities or issues, diabetes, whatnot, they can, you know, follow along with the earlier recipes. Like that'll be a lower, a lower carb, so to speak, lower glycemic starch to higher glycemic. So so potato dishes, sweet potato dishes. All right. So celery root rice is not a replacement for rice. It is simply an enhanced or a different type of rice. So celery root rice is definitely doesn't have the same flavor as rice, but right. it gives you a similar feel. One of the things that people really um, feel limited when they change their diet, especially if they have a diabetic issue or blood sugar issue, is they, they feel the loss of having that three components on a plate, right. you know, like a full plate look. Uh-huh. So if let's say it's Shabbos and you're having your bread, so for anyone who's sensitive to carb load, um, which is a lot of the clientele I work with, I really specialize in, in people with metabolic issues, from with PCOS and diabetes and whatnot, um, if they're having their challah, even if it's their gluten-free or their sourdough or whatever, it's really too much of a carb load for them to also then have rice or potato kugel. I want to teach them how they can have that full plate look 
with just incorporating different vegetables, but like it's boring to just have green and green. So there are so many options in there where you can make a beautiful plate. So you have like your protein and then you have like the celery, right? And string beans, carrots and wax beans, or you can have what I call my cabbage confetti with a side of broccolini. You have that feel and that texture variation and color variation that makes you feel like you're having that full meal like everyone else. So there's a, there's a lot of that in the book too. And again, it's, it's personal. That's, a, that's not yeah. a necessity for everybody. You have a gluten and grain-free Shabbos lunch, which includes gluten-free chalent, grain-free chalent, a deli roll, butternut kishka, grain-free kishka, a mini grain-free chalent add-on. And it's and, and based on what you write here, uh, you, you're you're sticking to your guns in terms of uh, the guests would not even know that these are grain-free or gluten-free, correct? Yeah. So it was funny. We were in, we were in a meeting in my son's yeshiva this week, and the rabbi says, uh, you know, he talks about the book, yeah. He goes, that's that gluten-free chala. So that, that healthy chala, it really tastes as good. So I turn to my husband, he goes, what's the healthy chala? I'm like, the chalas I make every week. He goes, oh, yeah, you'd never know the difference. So it's really cute. The grain-free one, yes, it doesn't. It, again, it's similar to what we said about the macaroni. It's going to give you that chala feel, but it's completely vegetables and protein. Right. So gluten-free, you make it, no one would know the difference. Pretty amazing. Uh, you know, you do give credit as many cookbook authors do to the prior generations who uh i guess helped you you know in the kitchen or certainly got you into the yeah. uh, but I, I would i would bet that that prior generations in your family and most families did not cook like this and that, yeah. and that you had to make a lot of adjustments especially if you're crediting as i see you do with some of them crediting some of the recipes to your grandmother would she recognize the, mm-hmm. the would she recognize the dish as you've adjusted it um, they look very similar. She she gets a kick out of me. She really does. And her, she's alive, Baruch Hashem, and well. And I went to go visit her. I brought her a book before it was out in the stores, and I showed her her recipe. So, you know, let's say, for example, her chocolate mousse. It looks exactly the same as her chocolate mousse, but instead of margarine, I used unrefined coconut oil. Instead of 45% chocolate, I'm using 72. Instead of a cup of white sugar, I'm using a quarter to a half a cup of coconut sugar. And it was just getting the technique right to make it work. And it's beyond decadent and delicious. It's actually my favorite thing in the entire book. Um, So, yeah, it's like taking her inspiration and saying that was something we all loved. Here's a recipe that's got a lot of things that I don't want to eat, but I miss this food. How can I make it work? And that went on in many, you know, for many of the recipes, it was just figuring out how to take the same traditional favorite and making it with ingredients that love my body back. Well, it's pretty amazing. The list is incredible. Usually we spend more time on the specific recipes, but I think people are getting the idea here that this is not just a recipe book. It's an entire concept and a life-changing experience. In fact, folks, you can get more information at fullandfree.com, full and the letter N, free.com. Again, fullandfree.com. And all the products that we mentioned or at least alluded to, including that flour blend, are available there on the website. Plus, of course, uh, the brand-new book is uh, on the Arts Girl website. Go to artsgirl.com. Make sure to use promo code RADIO. Rory Weisberg's brand new one is entitled Food You Love That Loves You Back. Food You Love That Loves You Back. And and Rory, if someone's serious about this, you would say to them, give it how much time? Like, if you're really serious about this and you're ready to make the changes slowly, as you suggested, you would say to them, don't get frustrated because the first how many days or weeks will be a, a little bit of a challenge. So I would say the first three days, you're not going to be happy. <laughs> like, you're going to feel hungrier. 
you're gonna your your cravings are still the same. So what I recommend is just allow yourself to eat more. Just eat the right eat not the right, but just eat more more of these foods. If you need to eat six meals a day because you're just so hungry, go for it. As time goes on, your hormones will adjust and your hunger level will stabilize and your cravings will diminish. So you'll see that you'll, I mean, I've seen it over and over. You'll, you'll definitely, um, by day five, you should start feeling like a big decrease in cravings. By 10 days, most people start to really see some changes and improvements. I would say by three weeks, you should be seeing significant change. And by six weeks is when people start to say, oh, my gosh, like, I really am feeling a difference. Frankly, that's not a lot of time. If you, I mean, in the scheme of things, it's a, it's a pretty reasonable amount. Yeah. It's not like you're waiting a year yeah, to see a difference. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. I will tell you, though, that, you know, th- th- I've been trying to create a toolbox for a while. You know, I was coaching clients for years and feeling like there was so was so much to teach and there was so much to share that I was it was so much work to work with each person. And for the last year and a half, I stopped coaching to really focus on building tools. So my products are definitely helpful to people, but creating this book and all the resources in this book and updating my website and sharing more information there has been a very, that was like the foundation step. But my next project to really help people make it a lifestyle, I'm working on now creating courses very affordable, you know, really just where I'm teaching the foundation and understanding the science behind what I'm teaching. So I'm not just telling you what to do. You're, you're going to understand it and a lot more how to. Um, so I'm hoping that those courses will be available somewhere between, you know, early winter, like Hanukkah time, if not before. Um, and I think that that can really help people um, incorporate changes slowly and, and once I have all that said I'm, I would I really hope to get back into coaching because that's really what I love to do the most is to really work with an individual and really help them make those changes um, and, and make them slowly because you know slow and steady wins the race that's that's what I've seen over and over I can only imagine and it must be an amazing feeling when you see someone succeed at this I can only imagine uh, li- living full and free with Rory. The book is called Food You Love That Loves You Back. Art Scroll's got it. Go to artscroll.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Congratulations, Rory Weisberg, on the book. Really Thank interesting, you. interesting conversation because uh, the the entire, uh, I, I guess we call it industry uh, that you've created, the uh, all the awareness that you've brought to the community, all the uh, uh, incredible suggestions you have for people are, are life-changing suggestions and uh, can really help people feel a lot better. And what's better than waking up in the morning? morning and just feeling good you know what i mean <laughs> that's i really hope so that's that's really i just want to give back you know i didn't say it in the very beginning but when i was really really not feeling well at one point i remember just i made a i, I made a promise to hashem i said you know hashem if you help me feel better i will devote my life to helping others and really this is all my way of just saying thank you Tashan, because it's, it's such a gift and i know without a shadow of a doubt there is no way i could have come up with my flour blends, or even these recipes. Sometimes I say to my husband, I feel Hashem with me in the kitchen. Like, what made me think to do that? So it's really been an amazing journey, and I just, I'm just i so happy to help people. It, just, it, it never gets old. When I meet someone in the grocery store or I get a message from someone and they tell me how much it helps them, I am truly overjoyed every time. Amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. Mazel tov on the book. A pleasure speaking to you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. It's so nice to speak to you. Have a wonderful day. Rory Weisberg, everybody. Check out the book, Food You Love That Loves You Back. 
<laughs> Go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio, and thanks for tuning in to JM in the AM. Let's go. 
לקום והתהלך בארץ הקדושה, בארץ השן הריקה. קום, 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 והתהלך בארץ, התהלך בארץ הקדושה. קום והתהלך בארץ הקדושה, בארץ השן הריקה. It's Yama, brand new from Benny Friedman, Uri Altbaum with uh, Bishat Hatzchak. You're listening to JM and the AM on a, on a Tuesday morning with uh, day number 38 in the County of the Omer, five weeks and three days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies. Pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more. Old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more. And modern, better for you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Speaking of hot dogs, make sure you have plenty in your freezer and fridge because grilling season really starts in earnest this coming weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net and try A&H today. Don't forget the annual Yom Yushalayim. 
Chaim dinner of American Friends of Atarat Kohanim, Jerusalem Chai, happens on June the 1st. That's Wednesday, June the 1st, at Terrace on the Park in Queens, with guest speaker the Honorable Mike Pompeo, former U.S. Secretary of State. Uh, they will honor Dr. Jean and Paulina Berkovich, Josh Nass, Mike Michal Harris, Emily Heshing. It's all happening on the uh, night of June the 1st with a special commemoration um, to the memory of uh, Mel and Mildred Wadler, among the beloved founders of American Friends of Atarat Kohanim. Information, reservations, ataratkohanim.org slash dinner, ataratkohanim.org slash dinner, ataratkohanim.org slash dinner. If you're not in Israel for your mutual line, make sure to, well, you could be at both. You could be in Israel this uh, Sunday for your mutual line. You can come back for the dinner. But if you're not going to be in Yerushalayim for Yom Yerushalayim, then make sure to celebrate Jerusalem here as um, as only a Tarot Kohanim can. And we'll speak with uh, Shani Haiken and Daniel Luria later in the week here at JM in the AM. All right. My thanks to Rory Weisberg. That was quite a conversation. I'm amazed at how many people, especially the young people out there, are benefiting from the lifestyle changes that she recommends I'm, I'm i'm not just saying because of her i mean that have been recommended now for god knows how long um but whether people get it from her or other places it's amazing to watch how these lifestyle changes are getting incre- incredible testimonies <laughs> from young people i mean older people as well but especially the young people who are making changes you would think that the young people have no need to make changes in their eating habits and diets and they do it and they love it Pretty. There you go. Uh, pretty cool and pretty good. Anyway, uh, artscroll.com, artscroll.com. That's the website. Go there and um, make sure to use promo code radio. More coming up. It's Yoni Z, brand new. You're listening to JM in the AM. Hashem, <laughs>
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, any beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM and the AM. Don't forget that if you... Uh, you haven't yet ordered the book go to artscroll.com make sure to use promo code radio rory weisberg's brand new book food you love and i thank her for joining us this morning here at jmm i apologize for not getting to the app comments i really do apologize for that um just can't juggle everything always but <laughs> i i thank you for commenting and uh, i know we answered some of it um de facto during our conversation but we didn't get to everything. Uh, tomorrow morning, we're back. We're starting at 6 a.m. Make sure to be tuned in for a live lunch today with Avrami. He'll start at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Again, Avrami with a live lunch starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time until 1 o'clock. Make sure to be tuned in. You could certainly uh, get your requests and dedications, etc., in by uh, communicating with Avrami through the app, the NSN app, and commenting on the app. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.